the number one fear of college students is uh, choosing the wrong path. And so as a result, you know, we have these national averages and data that's coming out that the average student's changing their major three to four times. And that just tacks on extra semester, extra semesters, extra debt. Welcome to the Raising Confident Teens podcast, where we share life and leadership skills with teens and their parents. I'm Hudson. And I'm Rachel. And today we're going to talk about what if your teen doesn't want to go to college. What do you think about this topic, Hudson? (laughs) I know that's why I brought you in here with me. Uh, We had this conversation the other day about what if I don't want to go to college? And I think our guest today is going to have some insight into this question. Lauren Kelly is an experienced college instructor turned career coach for students and young professionals. During her 10 years in higher education, she noticed a common theme in her conversation with students. They were stressed about choosing a major and career and had a lot of anxiety about whether or not they were making the right decision for long-term fulfillment. Knowing she had the tools to change those emotions and uncertainties, she now coaches and empowers students and young adults to pursue their futures with confidence and clarity. Welcome to our podcast, Lauren. Thanks so much for having me, Rachel and Hudson. I'm excited to be here. Can you tell us a little bit about your journey? Did you always want to be a career coach? So I I always knew I wanted to be in education, and I had a passion for teaching from a young age. And um, due to my husband's career, we did quite a bit of moving around, and I found myself loving uh, the post-secondary space, specifically at a community college. So I always knew I wanted to work in that space because I had a great experience as a community college student, but I didn't always, I didn't realize what a passion I would have then for career education. And so getting involved at the community college level, um, I, I really found a home with career technical education and career guidance for students. And that has led me to opening my own practice as a career coach. And I love, absolutely love uh, working with students of high school age, but also those that are um, in school and in post-secondary education, finding their, their long-term fulfillment, their plan for the future. So when you started, you were an instructor, like you taught courses at the college? Yeah, and I still do. Um, I still am an instructor in the California Community College system. Uh, I did teach for a while at uh, Texas A&M Kingsville in Kingsville, Texas as well, uh, but love the community college level simply because of the focus on um, getting our students ready for employment and the short-term certificates and degree programs that help those students get to work. So what do you teach? I teach career planning. Um, I teach, I've designed several different career planning and career exploration um, courses for the college, as well as uh, business courses. How do you, how do most students pick the college they attend and the degrees they choose? So a lot of students, uh, I, I see different approaches to this in picking college, but a lot of students think about, they wanna be college ready. So they choose a college first, Then they focus on choosing a major and then they worry about the career piece last. So something I talk about a lot with parents and um, potential clients is reversing that and really focusing on choosing the career that's going to bring you fulfillment first, then finding the best majors and programs that um, are, are 
the best fit for that career path, and then finally choosing the college based on who has the best program and the best training. And that doesn't always mean a four-year university. Uh, That could be a vocational program or a community college as well. And so, um, like I said, a lot of students choose the college first when really we want to take a, a backward approach. What's the end goal? What's the career goal? And then work backward from there. Right. That that's that makes sense. You shouldn't just be like, well, I really like their football team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're spending a lot of money for you to make that decision based on the football right. team. Right. The- unless that's what they want to do. Well, unless they're the football player. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> the the campus culture is important, um, but that's that's kind of one of those last step factors. That's one of those college factors and, and not necessarily the career factor. So yeah, that reverse approach is really important. Um, and it's counterintuitive because a lot of, for the longest time in our society, and I was preached this whenever I was going to school, was it was all about college prep and choose a college, go to college. And that focus on college, college, college created kind of a college for all mentality. And um, it took the focus away from getting students thinking about their career and how they're going to use that education. So I love um, the shift that we're finally starting to see where the focus is going back to uh, planning that career piece and, and, and saying it's okay if, if you don't want to go to a four-year university. That's not the best path for everyone. Uh, and I think about when, when you asked me this question, I think a lot about my younger brother who kind of going back to question one of why I I became a career coach. And a a big part of that is I have have one younger brother and then two younger brother-in-laws that struggled immensely with this topic of what do I want to do and am I going to go to college? And and my younger brother, he was valedictorian of his class, but he is in high school and he never really wanted to go to college. But he felt this pressure um, from society of like, well, you're a good student. You you should be college bound. And so he went and he tried it out and hated it. It was a miserable two years for him and my parents trying to get him to um, really commit and, and do well. He had the potential, but he just wasn't seeing the connection. He was struggling with, why am I here? What am I going to do with this degree? Changed his major multiple times. Uh, and he ended up going to vocational school, learning a trade, and is doing exceptionally well now um, in his mid to late 20s. And so um Part of why I'm really passionate about what I do is like helping students like my brother like take away that pressure of having to go and get a four-year degree to be successful because that's just absolutely not true in today's economy. We have a lot of um, skilled jobs that are have very great earning potential that students just simply aren't exposed to or aware of. Yeah, I think it's it's just a given these days, like you're going to go to college. I'm in several pretty big Facebook groups for parents of teens. And it seems to be very common. The kids don't know what they want to do, but they still, their parents are still directing them. Just go to college and you can just try different things and figure it out while you're there. And that seems to be an expensive way (laughs) to figure it out to me. What are your thoughts about just go there? Just go. If you don't know, just go and you'll, just try different classes and you'll figure it out. Yeah, it's expensive, it's time consuming, and it creates so much anxiety for students. The number one fear of college students is 
choosing the wrong path. And so as a result, you know, we have these national averages and data that's coming out that the average student's changing their major three to four times. And that just tacks on extra semester, extra semesters, extra debt. And um, I can I can tell you that I've never had a student come to me and was like, I was sitting in a general education class and it came to me. I want to be an engineer. Um, It just doesn't happen like that. And so uh, and even even if a student takes some introduction level courses in some areas of interest, there's just like their experience in the classroom and what they're learning in the classroom, that knowledge is usually not does not give them an accurate representation of what that career would be like. And so um, a lot of students think, oh, by going to college, I'll I'll figure it out or by going to college, I am career planning. But that's not that's not reality. That's that's just not the way it works. Um, and so, yeah, save save yourselves, parents' time and money um, by helping that student get really clear about the career first before you invest in in that college education. And if that's um, getting some career coaching services, if that's doing a gap year to really sort that out, that's a much better investment of time than three extra semesters in college changing a major a bunch of times. All right. Why are trade schools looked down as a lesser option? <sighs> It's a really sad reality that 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 is the case. Um, but I think for a long time, just because we had that college for all mentality and um, and initially when all of that data was coming out, four year degree uh, recipients were did have a higher earning potential. But what has happened is our, our market, our job market has been become saturated with bachelor's degrees um, and not all of those directly correlate to a job um, in, a, in a viable career field. And so we have what we a lot of times refer, refer to in workforce development as these gray collar earners where they're earning less than what they maybe thought were were told with that bachelor's degree. And so um, where they, the reality is a trade school um, graduate, much like my brother, has a higher earning potential with a one-year certificate or um, sometimes even six-month certificate than a bachelor's degree um, recipient So or earner. So it's, um, I think it's just a stigma that we as a society have to keep working on to break. Uh, but the truth of the matter is when my brother um, graduated trade school with his his um, emphasis in industrial maintenance and a, a electrician work. He was earning more with that certificate than I was in my late twenties with a master's degree. <laughs> and it was, um, it was, an, the jokes yeah, us. it was an interesting reality that <laughs> I was like, wow, he accepted a job earning how much an hour. <laughs> um, yeah. and, and there were factors that played into that. I had, I had recently moved and such, but, uh, it really began to help me and my family and those around us see see what those earning potentials are and you know a lot of those trades those those earning those earning um predictions don't take into amount the, the overtime <laughs> that is a lot of time offered to those individuals as well and so um yeah it's there are very lucrative trade options out there and i i highly recommend that people look at what vocational training programs at either a trade school, a Votech, depending on what area of the country that you're in, or community college um, offer because like 
radiology technician, for an example, you could you could complete that at a trade school for a fraction of the expense of a of a four year university. So it's really about choosing, like I said, choosing that career first and looking at program options before you choose the college, because that that research um, and making informed decisions can really save your you and your student a lot of time and money. Can you give us some more? You've you've mentioned um, radiology tech. Mm-hmm. and your brother industrial um what what are some other careers that could be had with just a trade certificate or yeah without a four-year degree yeah um absolutely so one that a lot of students don't think about but is affords i i hear a lot of students say i want an exciting career that allows me to travel and experience things and a lot of people don't even realize that to be a flight attendant it's a four-year degree is not required. You have to have a high school diploma, and then they train you. They send you through flight attendant school. So that's that's another great um, example. A speech um, pathology assistant and a physical therapy um, assistant are both great technical programs. So two two-year degrees uh, with great earning potential. So if your your student really has a passion for helping people and, and doing that hands-on work, those are excellent career paths. And, and a lot of students think, oh, I'm going to be a physical therapist because I, I want to help people. Well, the reality is the physical therapist does a lot more paperwork and the, the assistant is the one <laughs> doing a lot more of that um, patient interaction. And so, again, it just goes back to helping the student get really clear on what that career path looks like and, and why it is a great fulfillment why it would be really fulfilling for them before choosing the program in the college. Um, those are those are a few great examples. Air traffic control is another great earning potential. Um, a lot of people enter the military or do a trade school to enter that field, but those, depending on where you're at in the country, can come out at $100,000 a year salary um, for and not don't require a four-year degree. Right. So you save time. You, you have all that time you saved, mm-hmm. not going to school. Mm-hmm. So that's worth several years of income. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 So, uh, so if someone is thinking, okay, maybe I, I'm pretty sure I don't want to go to college. What, what steps should they take? Absolutely. You said find a career coach. That, that's a great first first step. step? Especially if you're unsure of how to navigate the process. Um, Yeah. Career Career coaching is is a great option if you've got some, if your high school has a good career program, you can get integrated with that. One thing that is the same regardless of whether you plan to go to college or not is build a list of criteria. Like what situations bring you fulfillment? What are some common trends? And that really is a self-awareness piece, but what really needs to be present for you to feel happy, fulfilled, challenged? Um, And then Find, get some experiences and, and see how those components really build in. So one kind of, if I could say one thing that I really want to stick with parents and student is if you want your student or if you're a student and you want to feel confident in the career choice that you're making, you've got to have evaluated experiences. We have far too many young people in this country that are making um, career decisions based on a hunch or what they think that that career is like. So a key part of my work is is helping those students get some first hand experience. Um, 
in, in the areas that are, or the careers that are of top interest to them so they can make an informed decision. Uh, I, I hear a lot of students that I come in contact with at, at colleges that'll say, well, I, uh, my uncle said I could make a lot of money or my mom said I would be good at it or this is what I think they do, uh, but we've got to get them some experiences to really evaluate it. Otherwise, they're going to they're gonna choose something and they're basing it off you know, other people's evaluations of themselves and their their opinions and that that's not where the confidence and clarity come in <laughs> there's always going to be doubt in that student's mind with the choice they're making if, if that's how they arrived at it so what does that look like does it look like job shadowing or internships or what what is that all involve? of those things um but i usually before we we jump into something a bit more commitment like that a quick informational interview and i can i can give you a link to a guide that i have it's free to download on my on my website um, that has great questions that the student can ask, but a 20 minute conversation with someone in a career field that they think they might be interested is, is one of my favorite first steps because it's low time commitment for everyone involved um, and it's, it's low pressure. So that student um, doesn't have to go into a work environment that maybe seems scary or a big first step. And an internship, that can be like a six month commitment. Um, and right. a student might figure out in the first couple of weeks, like, oh, this is nothing like what I thought and I, I don't really wanna do it, but then they're, they're kind of stuck. And so I'm always looking first at low commitment high impact activities. So informational interviews, taking one of my favorite things to tell parents is try to build in some kind of industry tour uh, when you go on vacation. Like for instance, um, you, could you could tour a Hardly Davidson facility and think about all the careers that your student is gonna be exposed to just through that fun um, tour. Tour the jelly bean factory um, if you're out in California. Uh, those are just some examples, but really there's there's marketing that goes into it. There's a product development and design, and um, students often don't even think about all of the careers that go into some of those um, products that we use every day. So again, those are low commitment, um, but the amount of exposure uh, and then being able to kind of debrief that is is gold. So. Usually the first step for me is the self-awareness piece, building some criteria that's going to bring fulfillment. Then the second one is kind of that career exploration of low impact or low, low commitment, high impact. So um, tours or informational interviews, kind of gathering some of that information. Uh, then the third step is a little bit more involved career exploration where that is maybe a job shadow, a volunteer experience or an internship in that career that seems to be the top interest. And then we look at the academic uh, component. Okay, so after the student has those experiences, uh, they can make a more informed decision about that career. And then we look at the, the schooling or training that is best going to serve them. What does that look like, these uh, steps you're talking about, like on a timeline? Would you be doing them in high school? before you get to college or would the, some of them be happening in high school, some of them be happening in college? I've served students from like early juniors in high school, like incoming juniors, all the way to, to juniors in college because students are just unsure at different points in their academic career. Um, but usually what I tell student, what, what I tell people is it's never too early to kind of begin the career planning process, but it's also never too late. So uh, if I had an ideal situation, I would begin 
some of this at least by the junior year so that they're making a really informed decision by the end of the senior year. But a really popular time where I get uh, quite a few clients is kind of that end of that junior year. Um, a lot of a lot of students want to do it kind of over the summer before they're going into their senior year. That's fine too um, because we get we have sometimes more flexibility in the summer in terms of getting them some of those experiences to help with making that informed decision. That's good. Yeah. Good stuff. Good, good goals to shoot towards. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else you want to add? Um, in terms of the decision a student's making, whether or not um, university or trade school, um, whatever the case may be, just just know, parents, that it is a win if there's post-secondary training. And so I really love to try to challenge people to not think college for all, but just think post-secondary training for all. And for some people, that is going to be a, a bachelor's degree, a master's maybe, um, doctoral degree. But for some people, a, a six-month certificate or a two-year degree is going to be all they need to have a really fulfilling and, and financial financially rewarding career. So um, yeah, post-secondary training of some sort for everyone. I, full, I fully believe in that, but that doesn't mean college for all. Right. Yeah, it could also be just a, uh, an apprenticeship or something like that. You don't, might not even be trade school. Absolutely. If you yeah. know somebody, yeah. if you know somebody that has a business you're interested yeah. in. And registered apprenticeships are definitely making a huge comeback in our workforce development programs. And I'm so excited to see that because a registered apprenticeship does such a wonderful job of that hands-on learning and a registered apprenticeship apprenticeship will scaffold the wages. So the student is earning more as they complete each year, each phase of the program. And so, um, you know, it, I, I am based out of California now. Our registered apprenticeships are, there's a huge push for them and even partnering with, with employers to send cohorts of employees through registered apprenticeship programs. And I love that. It is such a powerful learning experience to for students to have that community with their colleagues, both in the classroom and on the job. So definitely look into some of those options. Where can people find you? Uh, my website is laurenkellycoaching.com and it's L-O-R-E-N kelly k-e-l-l-y coaching.com and one of the biggest um tips i have for parents is right on my homepage. there's a free guide for it's called college and career planning um but it includes steps for if your student is considering maybe a community college or trade school option it works beautifully for those considering a four-year university as well but it walks through the steps that i outlined today in terms of building that career criteria and the self-awareness piece first, some of those uh, lower time commitment but high value activities for students, as and then you know a more time intense commitment uh, in terms of internships and, and part-time employment, and then finally that academic planning piece. And uh, I also on that front page as well have um, questions to ask on visits, and a lot of them have great questions for the program. So if you're in between two great programs, there's some really good questions in there that will help you dig through, okay, what, how are they going to help me with the next phase of employment? Where are some of these, um, where are some of your graduates working now? And can you tell me about them? And so get both of those. They're both great guides um, to really help you navigate this process and, and ask the right questions as you're 
um, engaging with some of these academic options. That's great because a lot of times we know we should be asking questions, but we don't know what the question should Absolutely. be. Absolutely. Yeah. It's really helpful to have that like, guide. I know, I know I need to be finding out more info, but I don't even know what to ask. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So that guide's there for you. Um, and it's something that you could easily just take along to visits with you. That's awesome. Thanks so much for coming on our podcast, Lauren. We will put links to uh, your website on our show notes. Excellent. Uh, It was so helpful for us. Some great options for us to consider. If you're a parent or a mentor, we would love to have you join us over in our free private Facebook community. You can find it by searching for Raising Confident Teens Community. Have a great week.